pull up a stool and order a drink. The first one is on the house. Welcome to Mischief on Tap, the podcast where you didn't ask any questions, but the bartenders give you answers anyway. Today, we have Mischief, Melody, Mav, and Scoot, serving up facts, fiction, and the personal takes on what a quote-unquote real one is, and how the internet seems to get that twisted. So put your dollar into the jukebox, settle into your seat and raise your glass, because it's time to get started. Yo, British Becky, thank you so much for that fantastic intro. I could not have done better if I had written it myself. W British Becky, we love you. We do. We love her. Welcome back to Mischief on Tap. This is episode number two. I can't believe we made it to a second episode after that first dumpster fire that had to do with the Twitch updated terms of service. And by dumpster fire, I don't mean that the podcast episode was a dumpster fire. That whole fuck shit situation was a dumpster fire. Today, we're going to talk about something else. We'll touch briefly on that and give you all a little little juicy little update. With us, as always, is Elusive Melody. Hi, everybody. And today, as promised, we have our male bartenders, Maverick underscore Gaiman, as he's known in the streaming spaces and social spaces online. We're just going to call him Mav or Daddy Mav. You can call me whatever you want, Taff House, but Daddy Mav works. And our other uh, male bartender, known as Scoot P24 in online spaces. You can add a one to that if you're looking for him on X. We have uh, Scooter here with us, and you're going to hear us call him Scoot or Scooty or Scooty Patootie, usually. Sometimes Paw Paw. Oh, you can call me Paw Paw. There we go. That's what I'm talking about. Yes, Paw Paw. Yeah, know who daddy is oh my god okay so how is everyone we've everyone in the same space i'm so excited and a little frightened i'm a little frightened myself but we out here as we usual be scared. we all be scared i'm excited me all the way out here all of us my god our episode one covered the changes to Twitch's um, sexual and sensitive content policies. And let me promise you that the dumpster fire that happened on Twitch in the two days, two days that ensued and elusive melody damn near called it. She says, I don't think that age 13 is going to last for very long. Bitches. The terms did not last very long. You said there was show bobs everywhere. One stream. I'm sure I saw a penis and (laughs) math bands, math bands yesterday. And today Twitch tweeted out. Oops mistakes were made we're going back to the way it was sorry not yeah, sorry they are just mm-hmm. and all of everybody that does the vtubing were like see what you guys did listen i'll be honest with you we knew it was coming 13 is way too fucking young to be trying to do all of what twitch was trying to do in the first place so let's just keep it how it was regardless of whatever is going to go on people are going to do what they were going to do in the first place Day one, I've seen way too many animated landing strips crazy <laughs> out there. Now, what did we tell you with Mav and the landing strip? Yeah. yeah Dear yeah. listeners. <laughs> they were out there. Full send. Day one. Way too much animated boobage going on. I thought I it was on a different site. The whole different site. You know, something that's got the hub at the end of it. As a matter of fact, we saw the fapping. So mm-hmm. there's that. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we did see that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We, were, we were watching a stranger fap together. <laughs> it, was, it was a very unique bonding situation with us admins. It was disturbing. That was just disgusting. You think you've seen it all when you're in a tap house, but apparently not. Mm. Yeah, I mean, me. there's a lot of things that you can see around, but that I mean, we did not want to see that. Somebody hold me. I still have trauma. Oh, yeah, now I have to have something in my, like, snack on in my mouth now i have a weird taste in my mouth oh no is it from the fat video was it from the fat stream yeah the animated uh corn section got a hold of them animated corn what 
oh animated porn i thought you said corn i'm like what i did i did say corn i was trying to leave the word porn out of it but hey whatever you can say porn porn i said fuck shit last episode that's true i did hear you say fuck shit yeah you can say whatever you want just the quality of the sponsors that were i mean we're gonna have trojan and plan b knocking hitting Uh, us up twisted t and plan b baby all the way (laughs) we out here we all the way out here oh my god so how was everyone's day let's just catch up with everyone real quick shenanigans and children that's about it i had fuck shit at work fuck shit at work uh my work day was easy but i did come home with a massive headache so i had to take a little nappy nap you know but i'm good now ready uh naps after 30 are so good aren't they they really are what is naps i don't i don't do that because you don't sleep i don't because he's so old if he naps he may not wake up what does that make me fucking prehistoric dick i know that's why he's a bitch (laughs) not the jurassic park oh my god no Oh my god. Well, as you can see, we have... I, mean, I like the dinosaurs. I'm sure you do. I bet you eat dino nuggies too, don't you? You I fucking right, I do. Nuggies. I even, yeah, nuggies there's nothing it. wrong with that. Everyone here is over the age of 35, and we are dino now nuggies. on the dino nuggies. Some things you just don't outgrow. Hey, I get the oatmeal and it has the dinosaur eggs, and they melt into the dinosaurs, right? Of, of course you do. I bet yes, you get I your do. woman to cut the crust off your peanut butter and jelly, don't you? No, because I don't really eat it that much. I don't do... Actually, talking about that, I really don't like toast. Hey. You, don't like, you don't like toast? I don't really use, like, toast. I don't toast my bread at all. Like, even go to Subway's or something like that. I don't. Everybody go ahead and mark that spot off on your Tap House bingo cards. <laughs> we all have stuff to drink, correct? We're not getting dry-ass throats around uh, here. No, nah, I've got a, a half a bottle of Reds in front of me, and I can run... Get another one while you people run wild if I need to. I've got uh, water. So half bottle of Captain Morgan spice rum and some spice uh, Pepsi to help wash that down. So I'm good. Okay, good. I got water, my cherry Pepsi, and a bottle of crayon ready to go. The bartenders know what they're doing. I have so much faith in this episode I right now. Would not. Go <laughs> <laughs> he got hopes on us. Don't go that far. Don't do that. Don't we got some either. testosterone in the oh, podcast. Oh, hey. If I go down, you're going down. <laughs> you said don't drag me into this. I'm professional. Oh. You're something. <laughs> yeah. I'm to get that Twisted Tea and Plan B sponsorship, baby. Twisted Tea, if you're listening. <laughs> Plan B, we out here. We out here. We out here. Tell, I definitely need your product in my life. You know, this man has a 17-year-old and a one-year-old. Do you know this? Yeah. Like, we still out here. We run consistent for many years. You know what I mean? Called his pull-out game sucks. I can't even pull out of my driveway. I reckon. Full hey, send. If it was all meant to be pulled out of. It wouldn't feel so good. I mean, true point. That is very true. I'm glad we Again, all agree on that. <laughs> one reason why we're not being sponsored by Trojan, bro. So. <laughs> <laughs> There's that. We, have you, know, you, you know, you know what happens. You look at the box. You're like, damn, that's a lot of work. I, I mean, I, can have, I have a whole complaint department. You know what I mean? Like, gotta, sometimes you got to fake them out with them Roman noodles packet. Right? Like, you know, you know. Ramen, do you keep a ramen noodles um, <laughs> seasoning ramen. packet in the, it down like it was <laughs> the bouillon packet in your wallet next to your like hey, condom you know that I mean? you've had there for five years? What? Go, um, yeah, just like, hey, yeah, I got one and just tear that packet. To show them the tip of it, you know, like, yeah, I got one. Where are we going? <laughs> Where are we going? Well, clearly, we have this. Clearly, we've got a whole panel of real ones here, and that's lucky for us because we are here to talk about that very thing today a real one. So, what exactly does that mean? Where did that even fucking come from? As Generation X, that's me, Millennials, that's you guys, Zoomers, that's our kids. Anybody who might be listening, we have all come across this term on social media and our everyday conversations. You hear it a lot. You a real one, he a real one, she a real one, whoever you a real one. And like for me, I'm just like, where did that even come from? So being the nosy ass bitch that I am, I looked it up. 
And as with many popular phrases, I found that its roots can actually be traced back to urban culture and African-American vernacular English. It emerged as a way to describe someone who is genuine, true, reliable, someone who has your back no matter what, someone who is unapologetically themselves, even in a world that encourages conformity. They're not shifting who they are to match this clique, that dude, this chick. They are always just themselves. That is literally the definition of a real one. Where I heard it come from, that is not at all what it fucking describes. Okay, so I'm just going to point that out real quick. Really? Let's talk about that for a second. Where do I have this wrong? Because I I pulled this out of of, uh, two different Wikipedia sites. No, no, no. What you said is absolutely correct. But where I heard the the ter- the phrase "real one" come from, the person that is not at all. Oh, the people that they use model. it. Oh, bro, mm. I'm so happy that you said something about mm. that. Yes. Because the first question, we'll get into specific examples here in a minute. One thing that I do want to point out before we go there and start digging into this is that the term "real one" actually gets used interchangeably sometimes inappropriately with another term that comes from hip-hop culture and that og original gangster right but while Mm -hmm. an og is typically a real one every real one is not an og but that's a whole other discussion for a whole other episode right so as of right now the actual definition what it means to actually be a real one has evolved to beyond its original context it's now a universal term used by people of all backgrounds transcending barriers and is embraced by pretty much everyone but the boomers let's be honest okay boomer if we're referring to someone else as a real one we're expressing admiration for someone who is authentic and true to themselves what does it mean that seems pretty cut and dry right so since Melody seems to have the hottest take on this right now, Melody, what does what does that mean for you when if someone calls you a real one, what are they saying to you? To be honest, I don't even like that term anymore. If you're going to call me anything, you call me family. You call me a friend. You call me anything but a real one. I mean, that's fair. Be- and People gonna- have ruined that term for me. And we're going to talk about why that is and how it gets twisted. So let's go ahead and yank Scoot in on this. Scooty, if somebody calls you a real one, do you take that as a compliment? I'll take it as a compliment, but you don't really have to call me that. Because to me, the real one, a real one, it seems fake to me. They're just using it just because of the, it's a lingo or something. I just want you to be straightforward with me. Hey, call me like Mel said. Mostly call me your friend, being honest. Family's a different area there because I have to get more information of your lifestyle and your everything about what's evolved around you. Like I said, like I said, to me, real ones, I think they're just fake to me. Like somebody's just saying it just to say it. Given today's culture and climate, I think that's completely fair. And again, we're going to get into why that is. Matt, if somebody calls you a real one. Are you happy about that? Are you embarrassed about that? How does that make you feel? Anymore, I'm with Mel. I'd rather just throw up in my mouth when somebody calls me that. Because the majority of the time that my experience with it, the people that call you that have no idea what it fucking means. No idea how to live that life. They're more self-centered around themselves. Hey, who's the the one that's benefiting me the most? Those are the ones I'm going to call the real one. But I'm not going to show that same love in return. So, yeah, I don't really like the term anymore. I get that. These are all very fair and valid points. For me, it depends on where it comes from, really. Like, from you three, if one of you were to call me a real one, number one, I would laugh at you because we have that whole thing where we know why it doesn't mean what we've, what it originally was intended to mean. But, like, say, I don't know, if I met Snoop, Snoop fucking dog at the grocery store and I helped him with his packages and he like, yo, you a real one, I'd be like, thanks, Snoop. Like, because it's coming from somebody who knows what it really means. Let's try for just a minute because I have a few more points of discussion that have to do with the actual meaning of real one before it got twisted and bastardized by the online communities. 
let's just be honest. That's what we're talking about here is online communities. I'm sure you come across it in your IRL as well. But let's try and time travel in the DeLorean back to before it was bastardized by all these bitches and hoes out here trying to get theirs or what or some of yours and call it theirs. For someone who's actually a real one, someone who is true to themselves, regardless of pressures from groups, um, financial need and looking for somebody to help them out and somebody helps them out. Oh, yeah, you a real one because you gave me help. Like, aside from all of that, like. For an actual real one, like, are you are you born that way? Is it something that we've learned to do? Like, as we grow up, our parents teach us how to be real, how to be true to ourselves. And if that's the case, when do you feel like we learn that? And when do you feel like that gets solidified into your being? If you're going to be authentic and true to yourself, is there a point where that clicks or is it something you kind of learn as you go? I feel like it really just depends on, first of all, where you grew up. I feel like it depends on how your parents were raised as well. Being authentic and true to yourself is something that you learn as you go. It's not something that you're born with, I don't think. I don't know if it, it can be characterized as such. So it's um, not something that we inherently start off with. It's something that we hone as we grow up and come into our own. Is that right? Yeah, I yes. think that's what it is because I mean, in our childhood, you know, we were badass kids probably we didn't listen to our parents you know that kind of stuff but when we matured we basically realized we need to get our shit together where personal integrity becomes something that's valued by others i think we value it in ourselves and try to develop it yeah. yes it, it, it can definitely something that maybe in their life that happened that can probably change it for example like both my parents are gone you know they're passed away so i gotta get my stuff together and being honest i have a few families but really i have nobody really technically i consider you guys as family because i know you guys i, I didn't know you guys in there especially like math like i meant i met him two years ago look at us now if he needs help with something i'll be there i don't know he'll be he'd probably say fuck you and just move on but i'm at least gonna say fuck you at first but then i'm definitely downhill and i think that's where like so i'm to kind of piggyback on what they're saying like and so family growing up my father was my example of the old definition of real one but you know we didn't use that vocabulary excuse us from being from the appalachian area we didn't really use the terminology but it's the same thing uh, you look at it like my father and his friends or his buddies he would go help them do said thing that they may not have even asked for help for but he still did it but you know whenever he was doing something maybe putting on a roof or or doing something like that his friends come over there and helped him without him asking because they were you know they were real friends or real ones and that's where i think i learned it most of that from and then as you get older and then you unfortunately learn some people are not worth that time and effort that you might have given them because they don't return it they don't know how to act that way which is fine if i lose a little bit of time where i went and helped somebody or did something and just doing it out of the kindness of my heart and they can't do anything like that in return at least i learn out who they are and i just cut that off it's that simple. I think it's where a lot of people hanging out with older people, like older adults, and they're same age or younger age. They see difference of how they act, and then they they're like, "Oh, I kind of like this." Sort of mimic it. Mm -hmm. I agree with that. Part of being a real one, like you know, and it can be defined as being unapologetically yourself, but that doesn't mean being unapologetically a dick. Like my grandparents, they were actually my example. They raised us for a lot of years where they didn't have to. That's just something. That's what you do for family. They'll just go out and do what needs to be done. They had integrity. They had grit, kindness, all of that stuff and did not expect any of it in return. But they were smart enough that when they didn't receive any of it in return, especially from folks that... Maybe it was time to call in a favor or something like knowing damn well that that person is available, but they're like, oh, I'm sorry, I can't. No good reason. They just don't fucking want to. It's not a big ask. My grandparents never asked anybody for anything big. So I feel like where real ones are concerned, you don't expect reciprocation. But if you need a reciprocation, a real one is going to recognize you in your time of need and do what they can to reciprocate what you've done for them before. 
even just a piece of it. That fucking part. Simple. That's it. So the next question becomes, I think, is being a real one situational? Like, is it only worth your energy to be a real one to people that have earned your trust and who have proven themselves to be like real and genuine beforehand? Or are you able to stay true to yourself and have your same values no matter who you find yourself in the company of? Oof. I'm going to be myself anyways. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to be myself. However, I am very choosy now with my energy. I, I do like not give my real one energy per se to people that I don't know if they are going to give me that same energy back. I will be cordial, but I'm not being real one to everybody. I totally get where Mel's coming from because yeah, typically I am normally full sin. Like I'm going to be myself with recent um, events and things that have happened over the years. I'm definitely a lot hesitant to give that 100% to somebody new because I don't know what kind of level they're on. So yeah, that totally makes sense to me. Like I want to be myself and I want to be the 100% Mav that I am. And then personality doesn't change from one person to the next until they show me differently. But now I'm a little more cautious about it. Internet's a funny place. Yes, it is. It's behind that camera and behind that keyboard, it may not uh -huh. be the person they really are. Yep. Right. And with uh. social interactions moving to online spaces like that, it is so easy. For folks to get that twisted. And yeah. um, <clears throat> I feel like for me, just to drop my two cents in there, I'm me either way, but I am not 100% unabashedly me to a stranger. I'm not going to walk up to the new girl at the gas station that doesn't typically wait on me when I buy my energy drink in the morning and be like, what up, ho? How you doing today? Like I would with the girl that's been waiting on me for two years and maybe just got moved to a different store. Like, that's not a thing that's going to be a thing, right? But it doesn't make me any less real for giving her a more professional greeting than the person that I've known and interacted with for two years. So it's not even a matter of being real to this one and fake to these others. It's here's the level of me that you get when you cross this threshold of my familiarity with you. But this other one, we're not there yet. But you're going to get maybe not the same brand of interaction and behavior from me but certainly the same category if that makes sense i think a lot of people on the internet lately are just getting this real one somebody who gives a frat's ass about you in general the thing they care about is the next top gifter the next top donor whoever is financially gaining them the most that's their real one sometimes it doesn't even have to be about money Everything has to be about them. It has to be about center of the universe. And I think we have gotten away from being genuine. What can you do for me? Not what can I do for you? What can you do for me? What can I gain from you? Pretty much. Mm -hmm. Such a lack of emotional connection anymore. Yes, that I'm so trusting. And that's part of the issue, which is not a downfall in my part, because I think that is one of my best qualities is that I will give somebody the shirt off my back. And I love that about myself. But that's also maybe is a downfall in the other side of that is that I'm very trusting and I really just want to trust everybody but that's also what gets me fucked up out here in these streets of streaming right and what I'm hearing from all of you from all of us is that the problem actually comes up because we know what a real one is fuck I know I know what it is I looked the shit up right but what we're getting around us are people that are looking for superficial or transactional relationships and that's not what we're after that's not what a real one is after so somebody who's looking for a superficial or a transactional relationship, if you give me that attention, if you make me the center of your universe, you are a real one. And anybody who doesn't do that isn't. But that's not anybody being true to themselves. I don't know one motherfucker that is like, I'm here for this person only ever. This person I've never seen to their face. This is who I live my whole ass life for. No, no. 
And then the transactional relationship. Yo, you threw biddies in my stream. Let me make you a VIP. Yo, I threw biddies in your stream. You better give me some special treatment. I want VIP. This kind of stuff. When people are like, if you give me what I want, you're a real one. But a real one isn't going to always give you what you want. They're going to give you what you need. And sometimes that's nothing at all. Sometimes that's an ear to listen to you bitch about somebody that did you wrong. Sometimes that's some money to get through a rough week to help you put some food on your family's table. Sometimes that is someone to bounce ideas off of whenever you feel like you have a good idea and you want some feedback. Sometimes that's somebody to stop you in your tracks when you say some fuck shit that you should not be doing and it is clearly not a good idea to everyone except for your dumbass. That's a real one, right? So these these fucking people that are like situational or transactional, you you foster my situation, you a real one. You with your money and your financial support, you a real one. That's where I take my issue. And that's this rampant behavior. Pardon me for being too general here, but I feel like that is the most prevalent rampant behavior on the internet right now and that's why everybody on this panel is so disgusted and saying don't even call me a real one because nobody knows what that means anymore agreed nobody knows what it what it means nobody Uh, it makes my fucking skin crawl when i hear that it really does you know everybody thinks in the street world that you're supposed to be throwing stuff at people and you know like mischief was talking about it's like you throw all these subs and bits to him and you're a vip and you make sure you're a real one and i was like nah being honest to me if they were going to be a real one is they can just sit there and just chat with me the whole entire time that's all that matters i do not want money thrown at me i'm perfectly content with like the five people that comes in my stream that are always there i'm perfectly content like everybody's talks about in you know the internet and the TikTok, you know, youtube all of these other platforms all they care about is really one thing well two things is money and try to get popular to me yeah sometimes I mean, use it for an online dating app i have that too if you don't fuck right. me you're not a that real one might be a whole nother episode <laughs> that is absolutely a whole nother fucking episode <laughs> next uh-huh. next on mischief on tap <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think these there's too many people out there that their only their only thing they're after is money, and then their next real one is the next person that drops a hundred subs, fifty subs, whatever. The person that's coming in and just keeps dropping themselves. That's their new VIP. That's their new important person. Hell, let's make this person an admin. I mean, this person just the real one, just because they're financial backing to help them out. They want to get close to somebody for that because they've got that backing. But yeah, if I if I was to text Mel and ask like, hey, you know what? I need a t-shirt to get me through the next week. You best believe she'd probably FedEx that shit overnight. Yep. Um, same with everybody in this panel. I've given plenty of examples that I can do the same thing. And you know what? If I send someone 20 bucks over Cash App because they're in a hard time or they said they're in a hard time, if I never see that $20 back because of whatever reason, I have no problem with that. But I can tell you what I will find out in that 20 bucks if they're a real friend or if they're genuine or not. Because the person that needed it real bad, if they've got it in any capacity, once they get it back, they're sending it back regardless if I want it, which 99% of the time I don't want if that helped you get groceries on your table to feed your kid or whatever Absolutely. that's that's the type of people i want in my life and you can tell like scoot anytime you go in there and you go into scoot's freaking stream and you try to give them five <laughs> subs he turns around and gives them right back so the only person that made any money off of platform or streaming off right <laughs> i did actually and that I was is doing also that. a whole nother fucking app it's just showing love to other people i know they they throw bits and everything but I'm not that. So when I throw it back to him, I was like, hey, I appreciate you, but you don't have to. Let's just stop on that real quick. The showing love thing. And this goes right along with the misinterpretation of what real one means. Showing yeah. love in a streaming situation. Yeah, I'm going to drop some subs on you. If we're on Twitch, I'll drop some biddies on you. But it's not the amount that I just spent that equates to the love that you that I feel like yeah. I just showed to you. It's, hey, let me you know, t- trigger your doofusy fucking alert and make you smile. 
And then yep, yep. the whole time it you're yelling it. at me for dropping that support, you yep. got a smile on your face and you're laughing your ass off. That's yep, the yep. love. That's the love. It's the reaction. And I don't think people understand that. It is not the amount. Mm -mm. It is the reaction to the amount. I don't give a fuck about the amount. Let me let me just point out an actual example, and we're going to start naming some names right now. Okay, the quad feed, twitch.tv slash the quad feed. If you go in there and you cheer them one bitty, you cheer them 20 bitties, 100 bitties, 3,000 bitties, it doesn't matter. One member of the quad feed who happened to do something stupid on camera once while somebody was recording will pop up on the screen and shake his man boobies with his hands for you. And that's Dread Beast. That's Dread Beast. That's Dread that pop or is it Mass? I forget who it is. One of them pops up on the screen and shakes their their moves at you. And it makes everybody laugh. The whole fucking stream stops in its tracks. One bitty, one bitty to put a smile on these boys' faces to trigger that fucking alert. And God bless them for it. I've been in streams where nothing pops up until you cheer 500. Until you're going to donate to that person $5, of which they only get to keep $2.50. Unless you throw in five whole ass dollars at Twitch to filter down to them, you ain't getting a reaction. Wild. Mm -hmm. And I understand not wanting to spam things because people come in there and be trolling and dropping 69 single biddies one at a time. But uh, seriously, I think funny, so. mm -hmm. yeah. So these these relationships, these superficial support based relationships lack depth and authenticity. This is often involving one sided interactions where the support is conditional or temporary. It's like what you guys said about, oh, you did this for me, let me make you an admin, but, and in my case, with this one particular asshole that everybody keeps referencing, and I don't mean for the whole podcast to be like an inside conversation, we really, this man is going to wreck his reputation online himself, we're here to watch the dumpster fire and toast marshmallows over it, however, we're not going to pour the gas, okay, so if it sounds like a big, like, inside, it's not, he's wrecking it for himself, but anyway, in the cases of that, and I myself got made a VIP in the stream, and then I was a mod because I show up and do work, or at least that's what I thought I was getting into when I got modded up in the stream and modded up in the Discord. When it came time to get down to it and do work, I had real life situations that came up. I had a financial issue where I had to get my focus off of online activities and focus on my own house and my own finances for a little while. I had to stop subscribing to everyone. There was a snag with my mortgage. I'm not going to lose the roof over my head to remain a mod in your channel. And I shouldn't have to. But when I came back, I was no longer a mod. And that's fine. I'm not there doing work. I get it. I'm no longer a VIP because I hadn't donated in a minute. I hadn't been subscribing. Two, three months maybe? I think two missed payments of $5, of which that person only got to keep two fifty. Five fucking dollars. And I went down in this person's esteem. What? So that is a conditional or temporary situation where, where that reciprocation, not just the support, but the support wasn't conditional. It was temporary, but it was coming back. But he couldn't wait. I will also agree in saying that I also had life stuff come up also in the same channel. And I don't think that I have been unmodded yet because this person no longer is on the platform. But if he decides to come back, I'm sure I will be. Because receiving a DM of, oh, I guess you don't fuck with me anymore. God. I mean, you did that to yourself, mm -hmm. actually. Um that's another one of these it's conditional because you wanted all of the, the support but chose not to turn around and support the people that were supporting you but wanted to then again preach oh let's talk about real ones no that's not how that works yeah so, or, or straight brag about not even opening the app that all your mods stream on for months yeah to their face that one-sided that one-sided interaction and then to just blow up and be like, yeah, I did that. Well, we see what kind of real one you are at this point, but you really are. And what this leaves in the wake of all of that shit 
is there there are like four things that I have here in front of me. Lack of emotional connection. Mav, you touched on that earlier, didn't you? So it's like the lack of emotional connection. I mean, they're all things that are worried about is if you're opening your wallet to them. If you're not opening your wallet to them, they don't want to know anything about you. They're just pretending just to see if you're going to open and drop some more bits, more subs. And if you're not, then they're moving on to the next person that is doing it. Imagine. Imagine. Yeah, so of course, I think a lot of a lot of people do. Just like I said, it's just they, they're just there. They'll throw those bits out, and if they're gonna see if you're gonna go in there and just throw more at them, just trying to get their attention. That's all it is. When I throw biddies, because that's normally what I do, because I on Twitch I rather throw biddies than gift subs. I absolutely do that because I believe in the streamer. I don't throw biddies for any other reason other than that. Yep. It's crazy to me how twisted gifting anything has become. Anything. It really just, ugh. And this leads into another issue that comes up with these people that get this real one's idea tr twisted. And that's trust issues. If you see all these people walking around talk about you a real one, I'm a real one, he a real one, but then they're not. It's this transactional or conditional superficial fucking relationship that these people want to have with you. Then you, you don't know who to trust. So you end up becoming jaded and shitty and trusting no one. And you need those connections in your life. You need to trust that you can have those connections and not be put into a situation. Well, whoops, silly me. I just got fucking burned again. Whoops, I thought I had an actual friend, but then I couldn't do for them what they expected me to do for them, which was completely selfish of them. Or I needed something and I couldn't get that, that ear to talk into or that shoulder to cry on like what I gave to this person for five fucking months straight. So you develop trust issues as a result of that. Tell you what also comes in those streams when you see people that are like, you know, heavy gifters and get to drop tons of biddies and tons of uh, uh, subs and that you'll see a lot of this from in, inside the stream community. You'll see all of a sudden a lot of people add that person uh, as a friend or they'll follow them or whatever because they're trying to get that person's financial support on their side of their channel leaderboard looters as you might call them leaderboard looters i've never heard that but i like it it's very fitting yeah i mean you see a lot you always see it if i drop into somebody that i really like i mean at one point in time i mean I w it wouldn't be nothing to drop 50 subs on somebody in one go see all of a sudden 15 dozen people added me on their uh -huh. twitch kick whatever and you know the only reason they added you is just because they seen you drop a bunch of subs. They didn't want to come see your stream. They just wanted you to see if you uh, they added you, so maybe you'd add them and come drop subs on them. We don't do follow for follow-up in here. Ugh. You see a lot of that. I know that a lot of people put their top gifters on their stream because it kind of show them love because they drop you know, this many gift subs or this many biddies on them. It also puts them in jeopardy because you have all those reward looters who come and try to add them and then try to get that financial gain from them as well. Instead of they don't want to make connections to them. They don't want to be friends with them. All they care about is they use them Visa or MasterCard. Yeah. And a lot of them are these big streamers too. Yep. Well, I I feel like all they're losing out on is Stripe fees because one mm -hmm. gifts one 100 subs and the other one comes back and gifts 150. The other one goes back to that first one and drops the other 50. It evens out. And the only thing anybody's out of in that situation is Stripe fees. And you saw that a lot at the onset, the start of Kick. When Kick first went live in beta, you saw that a lot. Friends gifting friends, and then the friend turns around and gifts it right back two streams later or something. And some of them weren't even that slick. It was their friend's stream later that day. Oh, you dropped 100 on me, but most of these people weren't in my chat and didn't see you do that. So let me do that for you. And it encourages others to want to get that recognition and to want to open their wallets and to receive that reaction and that kind of thing. And that's how people played the game on Kick at first. They want to be a part of that sub, sub train. Mm -hmm. so they get, hey... Hey, I want you to come to my stream. You drop 50 on me. I'm going to turn around and come right back to your stream and drop 50. One thing we're out is, you know, a couple of dollars because kicks only taking, you know, 20, 30 cents out. Of it. Right.
right. And I've heard examples of this on Twitch where not everybody is on the same page. And so then you get somebody that drops 30, 40, 50 and suddenly their car payment's gone and they expect that streamer to come back to their channel and reciprocate it. And it don't happen because that streamer that that person, yep, dropped that money on needed that money or wanted to keep that money so then you come back and and you say yo that was my car payment like why can't you reciprocate and then the response is because i don't have to i'm sorry for your situation but i i'm i'm not gonna do that someone got caught up in a hype train seeking that validation seeking that attention and then didn't get it back and this is this leaves people feeling used so like if the relationship is based on superficial support one person me mav scoop melody may feel used or taken advantage of when their support is no longer beneficial to the other party how many of us have been dropped like a sack of hot potatoes because we got into a situation where we could no longer provide what that person was looking for. <laughs> all of us, we've all already spoken all on it. Have. All fucking four of us have. And so then this goes into dishonesty and betrayal. The person who was initially thought to be authentic, but turns out not to be, may engage in deceptive behaviors leading to feelings of d- betrayal. I cannot tell you how many times I have said in a voice chat, where this person feels like, oh, I can trust them because they dropped money on me and they're here helping and doing work and this and that and has talked shit about viewers, has talked about people like a paycheck, has really just shown their true ass colors and then wonders why some of us back the fuck off. Like, whoa, yo, bro, let me separate myself from that because I am a real one. I don't need to sit here and preach it to everybody, but I know who I am and I do not align myself with that. And I don't want to be known for that. I don't want my name associated with that shit. Or when they jump from one platform to the next platform to the next platform and then they're mad because someone didn't flew over there. Yeah. You don't come to their streams. You don't come to their platform, show any support that way. But hey, God forbid you don't go over there and talk to them on their platform. Exactly. We're going to touch on it. Let's touch on it. We're going to, or when you do go over there for a little bit, then all of a sudden they notice when you're not over there and you, you don't fucks with them no more because life happens. Uh, you know what? That particular app, me, especially the things that go on on that app, is just like you're sitting on a street corner begging for money. Not the Literally. street corner. <laughs> oh, bro. It's like you must be holding up a sign that says you're homeless. I need, you know, change. I'm not scared. I'll go ahead and call it out. That is TikTok battles, everybody. Right? TikTok battles. And if you're unfamiliar with this fucking phenomenon, it's where you get another person to side by side on the screen and you have your chat and they have their chat. And the idea is whoever has the most donations in the form of stars or roses or I don't know, shit emojis. I don't even know what they do over there. Whoever has the most at the end of a certain time period wins i saw one and i shit you fucking not i saw one where this chick says you know payday's coming you can actually get a payday cash advance online now you don't have to go into the place why don't you go get a payday loan online and come back and drop me five roses jesus you want me to pay crazy? 319% interest on my own paycheck to drop you some coin? I mean, I just I just think that TikTok is just begging, begging in general. <laughs> There's some that are legit, like, TikTokers that are, show some type of content. But there's a lot of them that are just beggars in general. It's really, it's just the battles. The battles is what gets on my nerves. Like, you're literally, you might as well have two people standing up there with a sign that says, Hey, I just want your money and I could give a rat's ass about you. He's dropping well, just, you know, roses, galaxies, corgis, and whatever well, else. I understand the battles and everything, but there's times when they're just live and they're just sitting there, just sitting there, they're just standing there doing nothing. The, I, and the battles is what gives me. Yeah, the and, lives. The lives where people are just sitting there and, and just basically waiting on. Yeah, I get that too. Yeah, and see, like this, that, that's. Yeah, they're just begging for it. They're, I'm like, do something. At least some of them are actually they're gaming or something, and they're actually doing some type of interaction with the people that's there but some of them are just like huh, i'm just gonna sit here i'm just gonna, I'm just gonna sit here yeah. in this fucking truck and just beg you for money 
The only live content that I consume on TikTok is if I want to see what's going on on the TikTok shop right now. That's it. That's the only time I tune in live. The only reason I ever go to TikTok outside of that, and I don't go to TikTok for the shop. If I'm there, I'll scroll through the shop. That's fine. But I'm there for the creative content. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of short form creativity on TikTok. And I've been going there for that since the uh, dissolution of Vine. I loved Vine. Oh, my God. And you find a lot of Vine-like content on TikTok, and that's why I'm there. There's a lot of really good short videos and a lot of great content over there as far as all that stuff goes, is the videos and the other things that I see on there that are funny as hell, and I send them back and forth to people left and right. The thing is, it's just the live part that really needs some... Yeah. Which, I mean, TikTok's eating it up. I mean, they're the real winners out of it. Mm-hmm. They're making mad money off these people that are begging on these street corners battles. <laughs> Sorry, that's what I'm just calling like I see it. I, I, I mean, it's the truth. It's not denied. It, it, it they are. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry if you're on an app for fucking almost twelve hours in a day while you're at work and doing battles in the evening, you're fucking a begging for money. So, what do you suppose if you are a real one? Can you just stop? And and if you stop being a real one, what causes that? An opposite person's not the, I mean, a real one. I mean, if you're a real one, you're not just going to stop being a real one. Either you're yeah. a real one and you're genuine, or you've never been a real one and you're faking it. Yep. Period. If somebody stops fucking with you and you think you're a real one and you still see them out there doing the normal real one shit, it's probably because you're really not a real one. Full yep. of shit. If your main core of people leaving your side and they're still sticking together, you're probably the problem, bro. Say that again for the people in the motherfucking back just in case they listen to this one more time. If your main core of people that was around you are still sticking together and you're the only one not in there anymore, you're probably the problem, bro. Just saying. Scoot, do you want to add something to that? As a bitch? (laughs) (laughs) Good answer. Good answer. Yep, you don't know what you don't know. And you don't know who you don't know. There's some heavy shit. Yeah. Yeah. The day oneers, the day ones hit differently. They do. You expect your OGs I, to be real ones. And when they're not, you get all yes. of this shit we just talked about. That's so fucked. It, it sounds like we've got like six or seven more episodes that we could do uh, where we tried to get off a topic. Lot more. What are you talking about? Sweet. Keep on going with this bitch. I mean, I could sit here and talk to you guys about anything forever. But, you know, I gotta, I, we gotta wrap this up because I gotta go take some fresh feet pics to send to Mav. Yeah, I like to hear. <laughs> gotta cut out that bunions, don't you? Oh my God. I don't like bunions. Hey. I'm that old. <laughs> White toenails <laughs> only. White toenails only. Uh, white toenails. White toenails? Uh, I don't think I have any white nail polish. I need like white, bear, white, white, white on them toes. Purple. Come on. But it's just something about a girl with white toenail polish. I always feel like the Easter egg colors, the pastels look really strange. I'm a dark polish girl. The goth colors. I mean, black is good if it wasn't. Oh, yeah. I like some dark. I mean, what you go here? Don't get him started now. Oh my god! Just looking over to the left at Mel. Get out of here! She's like Lanny Strip. Actually, we are (laughs) incoming. Actually, no, we're clean now. Thank you. Oh, Oh, fresh. I mean, we we gotta pay attention to those hygiene issues, don't we, girl? Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Don't we matter. <laughs> I've dropped a sucker on the carpet before and still ate the sucker. Yeah, right. Plan B, again, hey. if you're listening, we would love, love, love for you to sponsor our podcast because clearly our listeners are going to need your product. Nothing uh, wrong with a little bit of carpet burn. Ew. out here. Come on. Uh, Mav, is there anything that you would like to ask the one listener we probably have right now about being a real one? Is there anything you want to wanna say to our one listener out there? So all I want to ask the audience is, are you a real one? What does a real one mean to you? That's a really good question. Mel, what about you? What do you got for our one listener? Well, our one listener, uh, who are the real ones in your life? Scoot, I know you got questions. I do. Have you ever been wrong about somebody being the real one after you labeled them? That's a great question because uh, y'all already know now. Uh, I sure have. Bruh. We all have. 
Bruh, we all have the whole ass room. So, yeah, these are great questions. And we would actually all I think I can speak for the group here. We would love to hear about that. You can drop into any one of our streams on kick.com and you're better off to hit up one of these dudes because I mod for all of these guys and I don't really stream that often. Uh, you can hit any of us up on Twitter. We would love to hear from you guys. We'll be a little more professional moving forward and get a website for y'all, I promise. And I will put a link in the podcast episode description. So next Tuesday, what are we going to talk about next Tuesday, guys? Let's know. talk about sex, baby. Let's Ooh, talk let's about that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, That's we the subject we can always talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Is it going to be an extra long podcast? And we're going to so get banned from Spotify, y'all. Plan yeah, B. Tuesday. Again, plan, plan B. B with, uh, plan B if you're listening. Um. Twisted <laughs> T Tuesdays. Yes. Twisted T. Oh, God. Whatever happened to Titty Tuesday? Titty Tuesday doesn't do sponsors. We can't do glitter titties anymore. So oh, no glitter titties. No more glitter titties. I'm just trying to be initiative. You, I, or uh, Mel, is this uh, <laughs> what you were talking about before about back in your day? Uh, I want to see that right now. Scooty, oh. <laughs> don't act like it wasn't your day, too. <laughs> motherfucker over here act like we ain't 44 40 38 and 37 come the fuck oh back in your day what the you were there bitch what right right <laughs> we all got gray hairs the fuck y'all i, I wasn't there but i i need to be there i must not yeah. have, i was not bring present. back memories you need to bring back memories that's why I was. oh my god right. uh, only if you were real one I need 5,000 oh, biddies. Shit. Oh, shit. If you're real one, I need 5,000 right now. Twerk Bye. stream, 5,000 biddies. I got shit. you. Don't think I'll Damn. look that. You're talking to the wrong one. You, you know that motherfucker's going to send that shit like full send. The next person to drop 10 subs going to find out what's under this sweater. Uh, yeah. I am there. Yeah. Oh, where's it? When is it starting? <laughs> Don't y'all wish you were in our Discord. Matter of fact, let me just put a link. I was in the actual podcast description to the Tap House Discord, it is always a fun time. All are welcome until you're a dick and then we throw you out on your left fucking ear until next Tuesday and we will figure out what that topic's going to be. Dick. Plan B, again, if you're listening. So the next time, remember, fuck you, Scoop. Mav's a bitch. Oh, we out here. We all the way out here. Thank you so much for listening. This week's episode of Mischief on Tap was sponsored by Glitch Energy. No sugar, calories, or artificial flavors. Visit Glitch with a Y, energy.com and use code Mischief at checkout to save 10%. Tune in again next week on Tuesday wherever you listen to your other favorite podcasts. Until then, we out here.